to read tarot cards for myself. Full disclaimer, just want to let you know that if this is something that you're not into, or you feel it's negative, or you don't like it, then right now, unlisten, unfollow, delete. I don't need your negativity. I don't want to hear about your values or your anything that come out negative towards me during my tarot card readings. Um, also, another disclaimer, I am still very new to this, so I am still learning, and I'm only doing this on myself currently. Um, I have been doing it for a couple months now, and I decided that I wanted to embark on this journey with you guys, maybe do this once a week. Um, that's typically, that's what I do. I try to do my readings once or twice a week. Um, I have made videos before, but I was just very nervous of doing the videos and posting them because I know that I have family members and friends that are not okay with things like this. So doing the anchor and doing this podcast, I feel it's a little bit easier for me to post this this way when I don't have the feeling that people are actually watching me because I'm going to post the video. Um, anyways, just to let you guys know, I am sitting in my corner on my rug that I have in my bedroom. I have the lights kind of low, so that way I hope you see. I have my meditation music playing in the background, um, and as I'm sitting on the floor in Indian style, I have my crystals around me and my plants. What I'm doing is creating a space for myself, a space where nothing else can come in and nothing else is going out, and it's just me in my room with my meditation music, my cell phone, and my tarot cards. I also have a notebook and I write in my tarot cards so that way I can always look back at it, see my progress, um, see has it helped me, how has it helped me, um, how have I been doing with the questions that I've asked and um, things like that. So I will definitely write down um, every card that I pull. I do this for myself, um, that way I can get through to learn the cards as well as understand the cards and also know the cards that I pulled, if I pulled them upwards, if I pulled them reversed, so that way when I look back at my notes in about a week, two weeks, three weeks, I can see just how great I have pro I've been progressing and just seeing how the cards have helped me. Um, I don't do this to give me yes or no answers or to tell me my future or things like that. I only do this to help me when I'm feeling um, out of place or I'm feeling uncomfortable or maybe I'm feeling happy. I just need to know what's going on right now. I typically always meditate before and I let the questions come to me. I let the question come to me and then I let my emotions and my feelings tell me if I'm going to do a three card pull, a one card pull. I just let the feelings tell me what I'm going to do. Um, I started meditating earlier around 8.30. Um, no, around like 
I did pull the card. Um, as I was doing the meditation earlier, it spoke to me that I need to do a three-card pull. Um, I felt that when I touched the cards, that that's exactly what I needed to do today. So I will be doing a three-card pull for past, present, and future. Um, it doesn't have to be past, present, and future. It can be a story. It can be like point A, point B, and the solution for you if that's what you feel when you pull your cards. Um, I typically say past, present, future because something from my past is definitely always going to flow into my present. Um, my present is always going to be a part of my future because whatever I'm doing today is going to affect whatever I'm going to be doing in a few years from now or in a week from now and things like that. So that's why I do past, present, and future. Um, also, I am going to get silent because I do have to meditate again. I want to get into a point of just myself. I don't want to hear the TV in the living room going off. I don't want to remember the conversation I had earlier with my honeybunny. Um, I don't want to have anything in my mind that doesn't need to be there for me to be able to do my cards again. So I will give myself just a couple minutes to and let it go. What I am doing now is I am sitting on my floor in the inside of my bedroom. I got my hands on my knees. You can put them up. You can relax them. However meditation works for you. Next thing I'm doing is I have my shoulders straight back and I have them pinching as if there was a pencil in between my shoulder blades holding me straight up. I want to feel my lungs, I want to feel my stomach, I want to feel everything expand as I breathe in, and then when I let it out, I go, my shoulders are going to sink, but my back is still going to be straight, I'm still going to be um, activating it as if I'm holding a pencil, and so my shoulder blades are covered, I can feel everything coming out of my body, and feel the wind going into my body. of an aunt, outside of all of these things, who am I? And I want to focus on that because I'm pulling cards for myself and I need to know what's going on with Tamara. Who is Tamara? Alright guys, I'm going to get into some meditation routine. It is in through your nose and out through your mouth. Breathe in through your nose and feel it out of your mouth.
slowly blend into the present. And now as you're relaxing, I'm going to go to the bottom of the present breath and repeat it over the future breath. One, like you already asked me, what you do now affects what you will happen in your future. Your past does not dictate who you are. Um, we go through a lot of things in our past and it does make us who we are today, but we can always work on those things and change those things. We do not have to be who we were in the past. We do not have to be our lower self. We do not have to be that self that was sad, broken, hurt, depressed. No need. We don't have to be those things. We don't even have to be that person that you needed to be to survive. We are now in our we have to let those things go so that way we can have a better future. Now, I've mixed my cards. And I'm going to, again, reshuffle, put them all back together. I take my cards, I put all three paws together. standing in an upright position, this is how I shuffle, you can shuffle your cards however they feel right to you, um, I don't know if there's an actual technique um, to shuffling tarot cards, but I do what feels best for me, now again I'm going to try to put them by mixing them together and pulling them close, how I lay out my cards is I put them in crescent shape, or fan them out, I should say, crescent shape, I fan them out, I'm doing that right now, pulling in my cards, I like to fan them out enough that I can, I'm able to see my cards, look at all of my
being a banker for five years has been something that I've known, I've grown into, I've learned to love, I've learned to enjoy it. So as I embarked on this new journey to DC and starting out a new experience, I have not been as happy as I thought I would be. And um, I am thinking of changing career paths. So I think that's something that's on my mind heavy. So I know that I should ask, what is it that I need to know right now about this career choice? Give me the moment of silence, not speaking to you guys, so I can be able to meditate and feel a little cards and the cards can heal me, the cards can feel my energy and feel what it is that I need. turning them over. Okay, I've got my three cards. I've got the Queen of Swords, Justice, and Four of Cups. Eleven of Justice. My cards are all upright.
Kristus Music. 
tarot reading. It's called Biddy. Biddy Tarot. Um, I go on that every time I move my cards, and it helps me understand the cards and understand the message. And I really, I like it. I really like the definitions, the meanings, how simple and easy it is to find what I'm looking for on BiddyTarot.com. I'm starting with my Queen of Swords. So upright, it is independent, unbiased, judgment, clear boundaries, direct communication. So for me, uh, demanding. <laughs> demanding thinking um queen is definitely has said the same thing independent unbiased judgment clear boundaries direct communication as i said i am a libra so unbiased judgment um i think really goes with me very well um yeah this is the description that it has Queen of Swords sits on a stone throne decorated with a shiro, representing the queen's softer side, and butterflies representing transformation. She faces towards the future, with her left hand raised as if to recede, and in her right hand she holds a sword upright and straight, representing her desire to find the truth in all matters. As with the earlier sword court cards, Clouds accumulate in the sky, and the strong wind that passes through the trees symbolizing the ongoing nature of change. Mine also says changing. I am in a transitioning phase right now. The Queen of Swords Upright The Queen of Swords combines the mental clarity and intellectual power of the suit of swords with the maturity and receptiveness of the Queen. You have the gift of being able to use your intellect and unbiased judgment while also remaining flexible and open to receive input from other sources. As you lead from the head and not the heart, you are better able to discern situations without the influence of emotion or sentimentalism. You may believe that empathy or compassion towards others will distract you from the task at hand. Instead, you prefer to know the how, what, why, where, when, and who of everything to help you make sense of your environment and better understand others. It is not that you do not care about others, but you connect with other people through an intellectual understanding rather than an emotional one. The Queen of Swords notes that you are a truth seeker. You are open to hearing the thoughts and opinions of others, but ultimately you filter that information to decipher what is true and what is not. When interacting with others, you will not tolerate mistruths or excess bluff. You prefer to get to the heart of the matter without engaging in too much chit-chat or gossip. (coughs) The Queen of Swords suggests that you have an innate ability to tell it like it is. You are a quick thinker and highly perceptive, perceptive, piercing through the noise and confusion to get straight to the point. There is no beating around the bush or softening of your comments. 
opinions, and thoughts. You are upfront and honest in your views, and you expect the same from others. For this reason, many people respect your opinion and come to you for advice when they need clarity. As a determined, independent, and resilient person, you have established clear boundaries and you are quick to call out someone who crosses them. People do not mess with you, not because you threaten them or inflict violence, but because you set expectations upfront about how you want to be treated. Some people might be intimidated by you, but once they get past your tough exterior and develop a sense of trust and respect, they see your softer side. Justice, fairness, truth, cause and effect, law. That's the upright man and his heart is upright. Justice description. The figure of justice sits in front of a loosely hung purple veil, signifying compassion, and between two pillars, similar to those forming the high priestess and the hierophant, which symbolizes balance, law, and structure. If I said that wrong, I do apologize. <laughs> she holds a sword in her right hand, showing the logical, well-ordered mindset necessary to dispense fair justice. The sword points upright, expressing a firm and final decision, and the double-edged blade signifies that our actions or words carry consequences. The scale in her left intuitive hand show intuition... The scale in her left intuitive hand show intuition, balance, balance. 
that logic and I the symbol of her infertility infertility Precious wears a crown with a small square on it representing well-ordered thoughts and a red robe with a green mantle. A little white shoe pops out from underneath from beneath her clothing as a reminder of spiritual consequences of your actions. Justice upright. The justice card represents justice, fairness, truth, and the law. You are being called to account for your actions and will be judged accordingly. If you have acted in alignment with your higher self and for the greater good of others, you have nothing to worry about. However, if you haven't, you will be called out and made to own up to your actions. If this has you shaking in your boots, know that the justice card isn't as black and white as you may think. A level of compassion and understanding accompany justice, and although you may have done something you regret, this card suggests that you will be treated fairly and without bias. Be ready to take responsibility for your actions and stand accountable for the ensuing consequences. If you seek justice, then the justice card is a positive sign that it will be indeed be served. It will indeed be served. You may be tried with your legal case or awaiting final judgment from the courts or a governing body or institution. A ruling will be passed down shortly. Once a decision is made, you must accept it and move on. There are no retrials or second chances with the upright justice card. The justice card often appears when you need to make an important choice with the potential for long-term repercussions. Be aware of the impact your decision will have on your well-being and the well-being of others. Choose consciously by connecting with your inner guidance system, your intuition, and asking for the answer that is most in alignment with the highest good of all. Be ready to stand by your decisions as you will be held to account for the choices you make. You need to ask yourself, do I stand by my decision and accept the consequences of my actions? If you cannot, then dig deeper, plunging into the shadow of what is right and wrong until you find the place where you can stand in integrity and strength. At its core, justice is about the search for truth. As you explore your truth, you will discover that things are not as clear-cut as you had thought. Be prepared to dip into the murky waters and explore what truth means to you. Be consciously aware of what you believe to be true and what you believe to be fair and ethical. It may not be as clear-cut as you think, so prepare to challenge yourself and to explore new territories of your belief system. This one touches hard because that is, I'm going to tell you why. The justice card often appears when you need to make an important choice with the potential for long-term repercussions. And like I said, going through changes with my spiritual
down another career path. It, it is a very important choice because it's not just me, but it's so many lives, my, my man, our life, our home, um, things like that. So going down another career path while I'm right now has definitely been on my mind. I'm making sure I'm making the right decision. It's definitely something I've been feeling. Is that the best time of my life? Is at the right time of my life? I know that I'm not happy where I'm at and I have to change that. Um, making this decision is very hard for me. I'm definitely, definitely um, really feeling the justice card from the present. Um, and it's from my right now because it touched home. Very much so. So now I'm looking at the four Upright in meditation, contemplation, apathy, reevaluation. Four cup description. Four of cups shows a young man sitting under a tree with his arms crossed. Deep in contemplation and meditation, he is so engrossed in his thought that he does not seem to notice the outstretched arm offerings in the cup. A further three cups stand at his feet. But again, he doesn't seem to notice or care about these new opportunities either. Oh, sounds like me. Jeez. When the Four of Cups turns up in a tarot reading, new invitations and opportunities are flowing to you. But for now, you are saying no and turning them away. Perhaps the prospects did not interest you, or your cup was full, or you already have too much on your plate. Use your discernment to decide on what is truly important to you and don't be afraid to decline new projects that don't align with your future path. The Four of Cups can also indicate a time when you are turning your attention and your energy internally to realign to this new phase of your life. You know that you need to be stronger in terra firma before you can decide your next steps. While you may need to decline some very alluring opportunities, you do so knowing you will be in a better position to say yes to the opportunities that are a better fit for you. You are creating the space within yourself so that you are ready to accept new opportunities later to give them the best possibility of success. Use this time for inward reflection, grounding, and contemplation before accepting a next big gift. Sometimes this card brings the message, not now, but maybe later. While the man in the Four of Cups doesn't accept the cups offered to him, he doesn't worry reject them either. He may be waiting for a sign or further information before taking an invitation or a new project. Check it emotionally and spiritually before you say yes to make sure the opportunity is a good fit and that you can commit to it in the long term. 
the four of cups can appear when you are bored or dissatisfied with your everyday life. You may feel disengaged, apathetic, or unmotivated. Maybe your life has become dull. The four of cups invites you to bring your attention inward and reevaluate your situation to find a deeper meaning in what you do. You may have found yourself disconnected from your emotional self and inner truth and need to reestablish this connection so you can get a greater sense of purpose and direction. Now could be an excellent time to switch off from the distractions of the external world, social media, the news, and other people's stories to allow you the space to listen to your own voice and inner knowing and gain more clarity. And that does um, speak to me today. So that and uh, bring the message to my eye maybe later. continue doing my meditations that I've been doing and finding out who I am. This is what it is that I'm meant to do. It sort of comes into your life when you're bored. I've been going through some changes. As I said, I, I don't think I'm only bored. I am a little bit of everything at the moment. I am bored with my career and I'm happy there. Um, I feel like there's some changes going on in my relationship. Deep levels with me 
Thank you for joining me on my prayer call of May 16th. Again, this is not for everyone. And if you don't like prayer, if you think this is wrong, if you think this is whatever, I want you to know that that's okay. This this isn't for you, but this is for me. If you are in your own mind creating prayer and, you know, doing anything else that comes in with logic and what people like to say, let me know. I would love to hear what it is that you believe. If you have pointers, tips and tricks for learning how to read the cards or being more fluent in it, um, let me know. I would love to hear that as well. Alright guys, thanks for joining me today. Hopefully I'll hear from you guys, and hopefully you guys will join me on my next prayer card reading. I hope you have a wonderful night. If you can also meditate, find out who you are to yourself. Take a little time for you, a moment of love. That's it. Tune out the world, forget everything else, forget all the other roles that make you you. And try to find the real you outside of those roles that make you happy, that make you excited. Alright, guys, this is a good moment for you today, too. Have a wonderful night. May 16. Bye. Hi, guys. It's 2 a.m. and I can't sleep. Every time I close my eyes, my mind starts racing about a Tamara that I don't really like, that I didn't really like, and that I am growing from and changing from. And I'm just like, damn, girl, you did a lot of shit. And then I think about where I am right now and see how, damn, girl, you made it through a lot of shit. And that's a great feeling But then I'm still stuck on, I can't believe I did that for survival. Or I can't believe I did that because of my depression. Or I can't believe I did that because of my unhappiness with myself. And and that sucks. And you know why that sucks? Because when you are growing from a lot of things, when you get to see just where you were or who you were, and you think of who you are right now, just remembering that old you is repulsive sometimes. But then it's like, this is a part of growth. This is a part of my life that I am growing from and changing from. 
and I never want to get back to where I used to be. And I'm like also thinking about this career change that I've been through. I was a banker for five years. I was a banker for five years. And to me, that is an amazing accomplishment. Coming from where I started, working at a Chick-fil-A years ago, not able to pay rent, not able to know how was I going to be able to turn my lights on or pay for my light or be able to afford necessary things. So realizing that I came from that and then I became a banker. And that was something that I was really proud of. It was something stable. It was something that I knew I was going to get up to. I was going to make money that myself and my child were going to be taken care of and my bills were going to be paid. Like, that was an amazing amazing accomplishment for me and that is when I was able to start buying things for myself and affording the clothing that I wanted and affording the food that I wanted to buy and eat not having to worry about oh man do I have enough food do I have enough money to get food and being able to buy my daughter the things that she really liked and things that she wanted and not being afraid that I couldn't afford to get her something but then this year things changed you know I didn't want to be a banker anymore I was feeling not what's the word interested in it I was feeling unmotivated that's the word I was feeling unmotivated there unmotivated to push to go for the next thing push to be the best banker that I could be you know I felt just like it wasn't for me anymore and I decided to go with a different career and I mean this career was that I decided to go with it's very demanding I had to study for 40 hours I had to take a test I had to learn new things and I really really wanted to do it and I busted my ass on that I was still working at the bank um, on my last two weeks and studying for hours after I got home from work and not going out on the weekends to make sure that I could meet my deadline um, I got done with my two weeks at the bank and I thought I would take a week off and then get right into this new job new career, new everything and it didn't work out that way It really didn't work out that way. And I 
I don't have a job. I'm not working. And I've never felt so afraid to not work in years to not have a steady income. Do you know how scary that is for somebody who came from having little to nothing to then being somewhere that they can afford and being somewhere that they are comfortable and being in a career that was affording their lifestyle to then have it taken away because the job you thought you were going to get just didn't pan out the way you thought it would. And in this time that I've been off and in this time that I haven't been working, my insecurities, my doubts, my fears have definitely stepped in and has definitely played a major role on my anxiety right now. And I went through a moment, I believe it was about three or four days, where I did not want to go outside. I did not want to get off my bed. I did not want to open the curtains. I did not want to do anything. Because my depression kicked in. My anxiety kicked in. My fear kicked in. And I realized that, you know, as a mom can't just lay in bed and put the blanket over your head and call it a day I can't do that and for a couple of days I was doing that only getting up to make sure that my daughter ate something and luckily that she's at an age where she can make herself a peanut butter jelly sandwich she can go in the fridge and get herself something to drink she can go in the cabinet and pour herself a bowl of cereal Luckily, she can do that. But mommy cooks almost every single night. And my baby was worried as to why I'm not doing that. So I had to put my big girl panties on and shove down everything and get up and say, okay, I get it. I'm going through something. I'm I'm really lost. But I'm still better off than I've ever been. I have a roof over my head. The bills were paid. We have light, we have electricity, we have food in the fridge. I still do have money in my in my pocket. Get up, girl. Figure out what you need to do for you. Figure out what you need to do to get to the next thing. Figure out what you need to do to make sure that your daughter is taken care of. Yeah, I wanted to lay in my bed. I still have these moments. I'm still home. But when I saw that I was getting back to a place that I didn't want to be, I didn't want to let my depression kick in. I didn't want to let my anxiety take over me like it has done before and put me in really scary situations. So I got up, I made me my goal list, I posted it on my social media, what I wanted to do, and 
I have been doing it. I have been running. (laughs) I haven't ran in a long time. But I have been. I've been stretching. Like stretching to get flexible. And I have been doing 20 minute workouts. I decided to turn this feeling of, oh my God, what's next? What's coming? Where am I going? What am I doing? Into, I have time to be home. I have time with my daughter. I have time to spend with myself. And I've really been tapping into that because I need that. I need that right now. It's the seeing where I used to be. Those things are bugging me at night. When I close my eyes and I see the person that I was when I was trying to survive, when I was trying to make it through, when I was trying to get get to the next day. That person I didn't like. The things that I did I didn't like. And so right now, my insecurities and my thoughts, my doubts, when I close my eyes, they're coming up like, remember you did this? Remember how you did that? Remember, remember. And it's like, no. That was through hurt. That was through trying to survive to make it to the next day. I survived. I'm here. It's one of the toughest battles I think I've been having the past couple of weeks of being home. It's the staying up late because when I close my eyes, I think my insecurities want to, or my doubts, my fears want me to think that I'm going to fall back into old habits, old ways, old things. I want to get deeper with you guys, but... I don't feel like I'm 100% ready to get into everything. Because I know if I start speaking about stuff, a lot of people will start connecting with me on that level of I've been there or I've felt that or I've went through that. And I think it's just a fear thing to open up 100% and really be transparent and really be open about a lot of things that I've went through, a lot of things that I've done. Maybe one day I'll get there. But tonight, like I said, maybe speaking will help me get through what I'm feeling. And it's working. I don't really know what I want this podcast to be about. I don't really know what I want to do in my life anymore. I don't know where I'm going. All I know is that I want to try to continue to really be okay. To get to a point where my past isn't eating me alive at 2 a.m. I want to be okay with knowing that I may not know right now, but that doesn't mean that I won't figure it out. 
feel like I'm on a time clock. I feel like, I'm like, oh my God, I need to know, I need to know, I need to know. I have to be, I have to be, I have to be. And then sometimes I'm thinking like, no, I don't have to be anything but really okay. I honestly don't know. (laughs) This is more like an open diary. Like a verbal diary. (laughs) Is this what I'm doing? Are you guys just listening to my... Everyday situations that I go through? (laughs) I don't really know. But if you listened, thanks for listening. Have a good night. We'll speak again soon.